This is Shudders Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi. We, we do a podcast. And it's to do with being cold and having minerals. I'm sorry, so, were you talking to me? Were you talking to me? Shudders Zinc or something, apparently. Yeah, don't go I'm out in the sun. Zinc cream, like the yeah, like yeah, stuff yeah. you on your nose or like the stuff you make. I've made stuff out of with. What, what episode oh. is this? It's I need to know. Really, I need to really know. It's going to be short. That's what episode <laughs> it is. It's going to be a short one. And I run it. And I've got this guy who adjusts the sound called Bruce. And Mate, I'm not Bruce. This, this intro is so much more pro. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. This is getting get the listeners in. Like, oh, I'm curious now. <laughs> You kind of gave up the entire bloody story of what the, what the thing was about just by your stupid intros. I figured after 400 Bruce insert number here, 551. Uh, episodes, <laughs> episodes, they're supposed to do it in post here. Oh. <laughs> try that again. <laughs> so I thought after 400 Bruce insert number here episodes, we, we would uh, do a bit of change up. It's right, working, isn't it? Oh, oh. sensational! Hopes, <laughs> award-winning stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what award. Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's your last two weeks been? Shiteful. Why? Oh, I had man flu. Oh. Worse than that, my wife had it. Oh no! No, no, no. So my poor dear wife was sick, absolutely sick as a dog, bedridden for like four days. Oh, jeez, that's so good. I mean, when, when I made her get up to make me coffee and stuff, she just looked terrible. <laughs> 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 it's like the walking dead. Um, and when she was cooking dinner, I was worried I was going to catch something. And sure enough, you know, bang. You did. Um, uh, the poor dear was in bed for like four straight days, and she finally got out, and yeah. then I got it. Oh, dear. Oh, I've got a different... Thing actually, but still, but Matt because it's man flu, and, right? Yeah, um, and yeah, whilst my wife, wife is the man of the family, um, <laughs> yeah, she does all the handyman stuff. I'm not, you know, doing cooking and cleaning. Are you say? Are you suggesting that? Yes, I am totally. That your that your set work. of five yeah. adjustable spanners gets more use in the hands of your wife than in your hands. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if we ever go to IKEA. <laughs> She's got some work ahead of her. Right. She knows, she knows this before we even go down. You know? Uh, uh, she's, uh, she, she's the only competent person in the family, and she's going grey prematurely because of it. Right. Yes, yeah, so then I was sick as a dog in bed for like four days. Yeah, right. And then I finally got good on like last Friday. Yeah. Saturday, she started feeling sick again. Saturday afternoon, Sunday hit by another one in bed for three days. Oh wow! Geez, that's so, not good. In three weeks, we've had we've had all that, and the youngest has got uh, been coughing and spluttering and off off for a couple of days as well. And oh, the eldest has been healthy because because they don't come out of the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> There you oh, go. Yeah, that happens. There's, there's lost in your bedroom method, 24/7. method to the madness. <laughs> but uh, he had his 16th, so that was that was pretty good. So that was 16th birthday, my wife was in bed the entire day sick, so that went down well. So oh, dear. We're doing 16 take two this weekend coming up. Right. But uh, but so I, I took I took him and uh, my young Zach their first driving lesson. Oh, fantastic! I know, I know, and it, yeah, illegally on a country back road. Of course. Know. That's the Australian uh, way. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, 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 
the 16-year-old got to try out like 40 minutes, which is pretty good and for a first attempt. And uh, I let the 12-year-old go for uh, five, six minutes up and down. Just nice. up, up a street, U-turn, up a street, U-turn. It's the same street, <laughs> three or four times. Yeah, and I think we saw one car in that hour or so we were out. So yeah. it's, it's pretty safe. That sounds um, like my 12th year as well, learning yeah. learning to drive a HQ holding three on the tree. <laughs> and, and, and no power steering. Oh, no. No, all, all the luxury of modern cons. I actually hate all of these so-called safety features that are on you new cars. Because they interfere with the driving That's experience. Because what? Sure need <laughs> If you say so. Come on. But no, all this, all this, all this bloody... Oh, that's fine. But I'm talking about all this crap like lane assist and, you know, collision impact warnings and automatic wipers, automatic headlights, automatic indicators, all that crap just irritates the bejesus out of me. Nah. Yeah. I love it all. And I reckon more drivers should have it. Because most <laughs> drivers can't keep in one friggin' lane without weaving so on the phone all the time. Yep. So they're weaving across the lane and, and, and getting into my lane to give you all the lane assist you can get. Yeah, but my, my argument is the more of these so called safety features you put in yeah. the car, the nah. less attention people pay to nah, the way they drive. Because they're morons, yeah. I love my headlights are the best headlights on the bloody planet because they, right. they shape around the car in front of you. So I've got higher beams on. Oh, wow. And they dip down in, in like a little U shape. Wow. Just, and it follows the car in front of you. That is so awesome. Stays, I know, so it stays with, with, uh, with low beam in its, in its you know, rear view mirror. But just, you know, it's like driving Australian kangaroos. Yeah. Um, we get the, yeah, I get the higher beam on each side of the road. Oh, yeah. And then if a car comes towards me, just that side of the, of the headlight dips down. And when it goes by, it pulls back up again, all automatically. That's pretty cool. I'll, I'll give but you that. Yeah. And, and when I turn around corners, they turn around corners. Really, so they, they're going around the corner before you yep. take the corner. I have so cornering. Li- I have cornering stuff. lighting on my motorbike, and it's great. Yeah. I love yeah, but, it. But, and I'm sure, like if you're driving in like Canada, yeah, um, yeah, with with the deer, mm-hmm. yeah, on the road, it's a similar thing to our, our roos come out of just at that. Uncomfortable time of night when it's not quite dark enough. For no, my, my dear's usually life. on the passenger seat beside me. She's not out on the road. <laughs> Misogynistic. Was it was it me who said women's word? Misogynists are us. Uh, uh, dear. I, I'm, not, I'm not a misogynist. I, I believe women should do lots more work, uh, <laughs> preferably all of mine. Yeah, and, and I'm happy to give them kudos for it. Well done, Dee. You've done a great job. Good on you, darling. We should be talking hey, photography before things get worse. I did sneak out for a quick shoot last week to do some other shots of Tamron. I was going to say, is your, is your secret squirrel mission finished yet, or are you still going? Well, I don't know, because they, they, they messaged last week saying we need these uh, some shots like this uh, immediately. <laughs> I didn't have any shots like that, and I was right. just starting to feel sick, but I went yep. out and tried to shoot some stuff. Right. And then I got home from that, and I was too sick to do anything. I just, just left the camera sitting on the bench, and... Um, I was in bedridden for four days, oh, and then they rang three times, <laughs> and I didn't answer because I was bedridden, and then they emailed like four times, which I didn't answer because I was bedridden, <laughs> and then when I finally got unbedridden, I um, 
I sent them the images and an apology email and haven't heard from them. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're sick at their end. They're bedridden. Like, uh, four, three, four days ago. So yeah, right. I just keep looking at my emails. Oh, there. dear. Okay. So that's, uh, that's, that's for that. And then I went out yesterday, uh, a, a lady I kind of know, uh, her son was recruited by my football team uh, last season. Okay, not last season, last last draft. Yeah, but he was recruited with a with a, um, a an ACL damage. These he wasn't going to be able to play for a year. Yeah, right. So it was no, and he's finally got back on the track with full training with the team two weeks ago. And I go, I want to go down. And I'll take photos of his first ever proper training session for her yep. and send them to her. And of course, you know, wife's sick, then me sick. So I finally yeah. did that yesterday. And, did some shots, so yeah, right. That was kind of nice to be back out, just do, doing some casual photography rather than, um, yeah, I've got to do this type of shot for yep. this particular reason, kind of thing. Yeah, yep. so it's just yep. nice just to take photos for the fun of it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so I've been doing a little bit. And how's your how's your two weeks? You've been packing the house. What, what's going on with the house uh, move? <clears throat> well, we've had our fourth open home last Saturday and we had a couple of uh, families come through who are very keen uh, but interestingly I mean we still haven't had a an offer made I do know that one of those parties is trying to sell their property in Sydney uh, so it's you know it's the never-ending conundrum you know that yeah. the, the party that wants to buy always needs to sell in order to buy and um, you want to buy but you have to sell before you exactly buy. Yeah. you know so yeah. until you've got a signed contract it's a bit hard to to make a move but i i did say to the estate agent i said well look if it helps him let him know that we are quite open to a long settlement because we're going to be out of the country for most of september uh we're unlikely to be able to move in the next six weeks before we go. Yeah. Therefore, we're looking at an October settlement anyway. So uh, so who knows? You know, something could happen any day now. But, um, yeah, we're just plugging away and we uh, yeah, keep cleaning the house every Saturday morning in preparation for the next open house, you know, <laughs> as you do. So, um, yeah. And it must be cold up there today because you've got oh, gloves on. I've got, I've got my mittens on because it is freezing in here. And this is where I suffer for so my art glint. What's is where, the actual temperature? Uh, it, was, it was about three degrees at six o'clock, but I don't know what it is now. But it's it's probably like ten degrees now. So you tend to have warmer weather than we do. <laughs> Generally, as a, as a yeah. 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 So, yeah, so... Uh, I have been doing more um, mucking around with video codecs and working out what I'm, you know, how to shoot and stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be shooting some video backdrops for the ABC. Uh, because really? Yeah, because they they need some new backdrops for Newcastle because the backdrops they've got are quite old and they actually look a bit old. What um, do they use the backdrops for? Sorry. So whenever they have a talking head, doing a cross from our studio to you know maybe 7:30 report or to the to the news or or whatever yeah. and they you know they have either a reporter or or maybe it's a guest who's being interviewed who comes into our studio we put them in this you know studio that we've got that's got a big like 65 inch TV and they put a <laughs> sorry sorry that's amazing <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. A big 65-inch. That's, that's not a big TV anymore. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's bigger than that. I don't know. But anyway, it's a big TV, and they put the video backdrop you know, up on that, they have like these hour long backdrops of, oh, okay, of yeah. you know, the oh, new. Time lapses and stuff like that. Well, no, just of Newcastle like of the city, you know, so it's just an image of the city. And we've got day, daytime ones and we've got some evening ones. And, you know, the talking head can just sit in front of that TV and talk. And the camera that is picking them up is cropped in tight enough that you don't see the edges of the TV so it just uh, makes it look like they're sitting in front of this you know, this backdrop that, that okay, yeah. so yeah so they need some new ones shot and they've been screaming out for new ones for ages and uh, I said well look I'll, I'm happy to go out and do it so boss said to me that'd be great we'd love it if you could so has, has the city changed that much that you need updated hey puppy dog um it's not <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking to your puppy dog you can't see him i can see your dog where just down there i see you there he can't hear you because I've got the speakers know, turned down. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, over the next week or so, I'm going to be out shooting some new backdrops for, for the ABC. Putty Cat. Putty Cat. Yep. I, I could hear the Putty Cat a, a few minutes ago. I could hear the bell. So, yes, yeah, so I've been doing that. And there's also a suggestion. Uh, my boss said to me the other day, well, when I said the other day, it was probably a week or so back now. She said, oh, 7.30 reporters reached out and asked, do we have anyone up here who can take a decent portrait? Uh, they've got oh. some stories coming up where they might need to... Do you to... have anyone up there who can take a decent portrait? No, but I'll oh, have a crack a, at it. Do. So, so, <laughs> so um, she said, I've put your name forward, so there might be some you know, opportunities to shoot some portraits for 7.30 reports, so that's pretty cool. Oh, that's... Yeah. Stuff, that's, that's kind of good variety, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Different stuff to be doing, and and as I'm always going down rabbit holes on YouTube, I came across this video. It was like you know, ten tips for travel photography or something. I can't even remember what the video was now. And this guy threw out this tip, which seems so obvious in hindsight, and I had just never even considered it. No, he said. Is your hindsight? He said. I only buy filters in one size, which is which yeah. is what I do as well. I buy only 77mm filters because I figure, you know, for most of the lenses I'm ever going to use, that's going to be big enough. And it's always painful having to, you know, put the rings on, take the rings off, blah, 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 blah. And he said, buy one adapter ring for each lens that you have that goes from the from the size of the ring to the size of your filters like in one jump like don't worry about you know multiple rings and buy multiple lens caps in that size and then just leave the rings on the lenses all of the time and then you've only got to worry about the one lens cap you can just take that off put the filter on and i thought why did i never think of that so it's the first time you don't put the filter on quite straight and you and you lock it into that adapter ring and then you can't get either off well, I tend to be a little careful with the way I no. thread. No. 
do you? Yeah. You? Yeah, Gosh. me. So, yeah. so I went on eBay and I bought a bunch of extra adapter rings and some seventy-seven mil lens caps, and um, yeah, putting them on all of my lenses so that I will just have the the one seventy-seven mil lens cap for every lens. Well, you just get a magnetic filter. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I just—it's just that I've already bought filters. Just, like, just, I've, just use like. Um, I find super glue's better. It, it holds, well, just holds, holds it better. Yeah. 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 Yeah through the week about if I use a step-down ring from 82 to 77, how much field of view am I going to lose on that Tamron lens? Because yeah. it's an 82mm front element, and, of course, all my filters are 77. So, I mean, I may just shoot it without a filter. Um, that's the easiest solution. Or, or just do it and lose what you lose. Yeah. yeah. Nice natural vignette effects. Yeah. 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 So I can't imagine the loss would be massive. And it would only be at the short end of the lens, wouldn't it? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So anyway, but I'm getting excited. It's only six weeks to go. Really? Yeah. So I'll get a holiday in six weeks. You do. Our listeners get a holiday. <laughs> they will. Far more important. We'll get a month off. Yeah. Or we could be really cruel and record like a whole bunch of episodes. And we'll just, you know, more than we normally do. Mate. Given how much we struggle to research a single episode, <laughs> I find the idea of us actually doing four episodes in advance rather ludicrous. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Fair point, stupid, you make. Since 2005, Shutters Inc. has been a labour of love, but beyond the time required to produce it, there is also a financial commitment. If you find value in the podcast and would like to help keep the servers running, hit up the Patreon link, which is in the show notes. Even a couple of dollars a month will help. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. Now, you sent us a link to a video oh, on YouTube. I can't remember what it was about. It was the one where it starts off where it says, all of these photos were pulled from social media. And then it runs through like a hundred images that are oh, different yeah, interpretations yeah. of the same shot. And the monologue is basically, I can't even remember now. <laughs> it's a, a video from the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. Right. A, 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 Great a, name. A, a cool name. That's what they call it, Venmodeling. Um, it actually came up on a, I was watching a reaction video. Right, uh, a music reaction video, and this guy puts different stuff in uh, that speaks to him before every every reaction he does. Right. Okay, so, so, so there's 465 photos in this video, all taken. So all 465 are taken by 465 different photographers. Yep. And they're almost all exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in different elements, there's a commonality. Yeah. To to, to so many images, which which I thought was pretty cool. You know, and, and I think their their point of the video, which I which kind of struck me as interesting, mm. was it's not so much that oh, all we're doing is um, photographing. Yeah, you know, there's nothing new, nothing original. Photograph because everything's been done. To me, it was more on the line of um, 
the very fact that we photograph the same as so many people shows our humanness. Yep. More than more you, than you, our you, you mean our humanity? Yeah. So I mean, we know our humanness. <laughs> the, the fact that we know that we are that we are human, not our humanity. Because humanity is is uh, when we're kind and nice to someone. For example. <laughs> okay. Our humanness, our very being as a human, okay, um, is interestingly linked to all kind of seeing and thinking and doing the same thing. We're creatures of habit, or creatures of especially visual habit. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not such a um, a thing to be upset or worried or, to, or or feel negative about when all you feel you do is photograph the same as other people, but celebrated the fact that you have the same vision as so many other creatives, and and you, and you are almost like a community of, of people who who see the world a certain way. Yep. So I, th- I think there's there's, there's there's quite a bit to be said um, outside of gee, look, we all do the same stuff. <laughs> I think there's, there's, a, there's a, a much deeper. So I thought it was interesting. I think it's a video that's worthwhile looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll put it in the show notes for anyone that wants to check it out. So. I like anything that shows me or makes me think of revival. Not necessarily revival, because <laughs> that's never very often. But makes me. But makes you, know, you think. Yeah. Well, you know, we were also trying to see the world from a different viewpoint yeah. uh, and, and, and trying to be creative. But sometimes when something shows you that not seeing something different is actually. A great strength, or there's a there's a uh, I don't know, there's, a, there's, there's something interestingly human I said about our, our shared experiences. Look at what we all live on the same planet. We have the same sun. We have the same sky. We have the same gen- we give or take the same weather patterns. Yeah, the same yeah. the same life span. We have the same general goals. As a race, as a race of humankind, we are very um, very very similar. So yeah. it kind of makes sense that I guess we, we – and maybe that's what makes great art truly stand out is when someone sees outside of that humanness and sees something from a, a perspective that is truly different. That idea that we're more alike than we are different reminds yeah. me of that uh, video. It went viral a couple of years ago. It was a – I think it was – like Denmark or Norway, where they got this bunch of random people and they said, you know, if you've ever, you know, done X, go to this side of the room. And, you know, and a, and a handful of people would come across and then it was put everyone back together and it was like, if you've ever done Y, you know, come across this side of the room. And it was all about how... Whether whether we intend to do it or not, we tend to judge people, you know, on on the first appearance that we notice. And you would so often look at these people and you would create a, a mental idea of who that person was without even knowing them. And yet, yeah. once you start asking these questions, you find, wow, I've I've got things in common with this person. I thought, you know, that my initial reaction to seeing them says. I have nothing in common with this person, and it's actually not the case, you know, and and vice versa. Yeah, people you you might look at and think, oh yeah, I've got a lot in common with that person. If you spend enough time, you might actually find, hey, I've got nothing in common with that person. You know? Yeah, well, that's it. So yeah, that's the you often find that once you marry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, in that uh, reaction video uh, scene again, there's a a a, a, um, a, a channel where it's like Afghanistani uh, tribal villages 
uh, put in front of the video and exposed to all sorts of stuff that completely out of their normal scope of things. Yeah, right. Through translate, that can be translated, everything's being said, but then they'll watch the shows up like Nirvana, for example. Right. Now you imagine if you're a Phil tribe, <laughs> Afghanistani uh, tribal elder. Yeah. Of Lizzie, and it, and if you're here. living under Taliban rule where all Western influence is shut off. Yeah, then all of a sudden you're exposed and have to react and come up. Uh, but it's fascinating again when you when you hear their reactions to stuff and the thoughts and and they and how they relate to things and oh that's like my old cousin blah 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 and and there's all this stuff that they have this this what's it this, this linked humanity um, yeah uh, where where they start, you know you don't necessarily think I oh, probably don't have a lot in common with this person but their reactions to the things that you probably reacted to <laughs> could be very very similar as yeah. oh wow you know, that's that's uh, there's something interesting in the human there again, you know? Yeah. I'm not saying they're not humans, because of course they are, but, you know, <laughs> I, would, I probably wouldn't have a lot. Of, I, I never had anything in common with my grandparents. Right. Example. I never had anything to do with them, because we were just so poles apart. But my brother was, he'd go over there place every Friday night play cards. Yeah, you know? right. And there's only four years difference between us. But we, but I mean, uh, uh, I think my, my, my last words to my grandfather were, F off. Right. Yeah, and he did. <laughs> 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 um, you know, and that's a and that's a pity an age thing. I was an angry teenager, you know. Yeah. But it's like it's like there's where where are the common links between people where you feel there's no connection, and and I'm sure, yeah. You know, let's say my grandfather was into photography, yeah. or had a casual even a casual interest, and then I started taking photos. He probably want to see them, and all of a sudden you've got a bond, you've got an A yeah. connection. Everything and then and how that mellows out all this other stuff and you think about all these conflicts in the world and stuff. And so well, yeah, the, if we could look more at the the commonalities and, and the and the areas where we agree, mm. rather than always focusing on the stuff we don't, it would be a hell of a different place. But yeah. um, we don't live in utopia, so. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I found I've got a couple of things in the little bit soft because it's going to be a shorter. And most of my stuff this this week was um, iPhone related. Oh, okay. Just rather bizarre. So my, my my first thing I want to talk about is my third thing on my list. Yeah. It's called Gorilla. Okay. And, and that and that the Toronto Zoo has asked people to stop showing iPhone videos to their gorillas. Oh, okay. Because their gorillas are getting obsessed with watching YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and, they're, and they're having more interest in watching someone's video on a, on a phone right. than they have socialising with each other. It's affecting the dynamics of the family. Wow. And so There's so a lesson that, for humanity. Uh, that's what this is. Like. Uh, there's a lot to be learned here. If only we were smart like, enough to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, well, that's not going to happen. The gorillas might learn. But I thought it was fascinating that, that, that especially the, and here's the thing, the teenage, the younger gorillas are far more obsessed about them than the older gorillas. Wow. Uh, so we're going to talk about humanity or you know, link, you know, similar, similar things. Oh, yeah, we're more alike than we are different. Yeah, and you get to, <laughs> and I've seen in Melbourne, people trying to show the easiest, uh, and, and our gorillas and our orangutans are the ones you can get the closest to. Yeah, right. And um, I see people showing their phones to them all the time. You know? wow. Or they take their photo and show them the photo. Yeah. And the gorillas are like, what the hell is that? So me, damn, I'm good looking. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, I thought that was just a, a, a fascinating thing. Yeah. Um, then I saw this thing uh, called, uh, I didn't know how to say it, it's the Vionis Estia. 
Okay. It's the first smartphone telescope. Wow. And, and basically, um, it's this optical device that you uh, uh, that you basically just lay your phone on top of it, or the, the camera part of your phone on top of, and it does sta- image stacking and stacks the photos and produces these images on your iPhone. Wow. With no, with, and it, it works on a normal tripod, so no. No, um, yeah, tracking, tell, uh, no, no alignments required or anything. It's just basically point and press the button. Yeah, right. <clears throat> now, I don't know what the, the reality of the quality of the pictures are like versus what they're, they're showing. Quite interesting stuff. Yeah, galaxies and nebulas and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, they, they do one example of the 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 moon with an iPhone fourteen, and it's it's cracking. It's yeah, cracking right. Good. Wow. Um, but but it's 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 taking all this this image stacking technology and doing it all for you and yeah like i'm looking the photo of the sun is amazing i know the photo of the sun too you know it's just like crazy stuff and i i, so I can imagine um its field of view may be slightly wide which allows it to take the, it, it's tracking via software to do oh, multiple yeah. this is my i can look this is my assumption it's tracking via software to keep it centered, yeah, and um, and, and do a, cropping a, a in post stacking, and then yeah. cropping, yeah, cropping on uh, before it sends to the phone. But, wow, um, really cool. And once again, if it opens up that world to a future, who knows who? Yeah, scientists. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, they're not cheap, but they're only going to get cheaper. Yeah, that sort of technology is only. I remember a seven-inch LCD photo frame from Sony. Yeah. Uh, so a little, little, so you put yeah. your memory card in. Yeah. Seventeen hundred Australian dollars <laughs> for seven inch. And now you'd pay about seventeen dollars for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, so, so this thing's like two and a half thousand, I think, the US dollars. Wow. Uh, but if that gets down to six, seven, eight hundred bucks at some point, that's yeah, a doable thing. Yeah. And let's put it this way, frankly. Far more useful than most telescopes people buy because they yeah. people never learn how to use them and, and they're you know, incredibly hard to, to master unless you put a lot of time and effort into it. Right. Um, so something like this uh, would be would be you know, quite remarkable. I thought. So I thought that was pretty darn cool. Yeah. And, and we we were just discussing before we came online that. Um, if you want to take photos of Saturn's rings, you better get out and do it now. Speaking about space, because by twenty twenty five, they'll have disappeared. Wow. Gone completely, Bruce. Completely erased from. Well, not quite. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but they, they, well, they are disappearing. They're just going to be harder to see. It is a known fact that they are disappearing. They yeah, are right. thinner, uh, but not that quickly. But yeah, so the angle of view uh, is going to go pretty much so they're just going to be a really, really thin line rather than which because of you know, its angle and our angle. So for uh, quite a while there, you're not going to be able to see the rings of Saturn. From wow. Earth. So for about seven years, they'll appear yeah, flat. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Be, no, I can't think. It'd be, it'd be like Curly and Mo, won't it? Be, <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been watching. I've been, yes, keeping an eye on astro stuff since the very early eighties. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, good forty years. And I don't recall it ever being like that in that time frame. So I'm not, not sure. Not. Last time, last time we were in a position where you couldn't see the rings easily, at the very least. Yeah. But it's certainly been uh, nothing. There's nothing that's ever struck my attention span to to notice that. So yeah, so that was pretty, pretty, pretty amazing as well. Yeah, 
And the very last thing is also yet another um, another iPhone thing, and I've just actually downloaded this app myself to give it a test. Yeah. There's a, a, a long-exposure iPhone tool called Spectre. Right. S-P-E-C-T-R-E, which used to be like a, like a, a $7 long-exposure app. Okay. And uh, apparently, so really, really, if you like doing you know, long-exposure photos, uh, this app was pretty darn good at it. Uh, far more advanced than what the iPhone itself can do, and it's now free. So um, right. I, I, will, I want to take this. I'll just download it on the old... I'm glad to hear that it's free because I was really concerned that you would have wasted your $8 because I know what your attention span's like. Well, I don't think... I don't think... <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Hold steady while Spectre intelligently takes. Oh, I missed that one. I'm just trying to open the app for the first time. Dressed over long, it's a live, it's a live photo. Oh, so it's basically it's image stacking, like, like yeah, right. Which is what the, what the um, so the iPhone already has the ability to do long exposure with its live photos. Right. Uh, so I've done lots of waterfall shots, all that kind of stuff in okay. the past. Yep. I just think this gives you a, 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 a bigger range. So it's, it's basically, you know, you know how live photos work. You, does your Android do – you do live photos on Android. What do so you, you mean? take a photograph, but it actually captures, like, uh, you know, the, the second or two seconds before you press the button and a, a second or so afterwards – and then you can then just scroll through that and find the key, the photo you want, where maybe the, the eyes aren't quite blinking or the facial expression's a little bit nicer, and then make that the actual photograph. But to be honest, I've not looked. I, oh, I it's a, it's a haven't. Feature. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just doing photographing kids because they're so. Yeah, oh, of course. More than one, they're, they're, they're sort of bouncing around. So you can choose always yep. the absolute best moment of that shot that you just tried to do. Yeah, nice. Yeah, if, if there's variables in it, you know. Um, and so that's one thing you can do. The other thing you can do then is it can then uh, image uh, stack all those individual frames to create long exposure. Yeah, right. And I do this a bit in um, crowded places where people are busily bustling around. Yeah. You do a long exposure there, then most of them disappear. Yep. Yeah, so it, it's, it's kind of a, a neat little trick to do with the phone as well. So. That's how I got my shot of the, I uh, can't remember what they call it, the mirrored plateau or something in Bordeaux in France. It's, yeah. this, it's this big open area. It's probably 50 metres wide and it's probably about 20 or 30 metres deep. And it's like all, all flat tiles with these water jets and yeah. it's right in front of this beautiful symmetrical building and... Everyone goes there to take the photo and, you know, and so I, I did it with a 10-stop filter and basically, you know, did like a four-minute exposure or something and most of the people disappeared. I, you got a couple of little, you know, traces of the people who didn't move enough, but, um, yeah. So, so, I mean, so this advantage of taking multiple single shots at a thousandth of a second yeah. rather than having a, a, have an expensive filter Yep. B, that can affect the colour of your photo. Yep. Uh, C, that requires a really steady tripod or even to carry a tripod. Yep. Uh, D, to have four minutes of uninterrupted view <laughs> and not have some <laughs> not move for most of it and stand up like a blurry blob. Yeah. Whereas you can do you know, 20 or 30 individual one thousandth of a second shots yep. and blend them together and get roughly the same effect. Yep. So it's, 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 a, it's a cool technique. And it's yeah. something I've, I've used a fair bit whilst travelling just to... Yep. Give, it, give it a bit more sense of isolation. Rather but, than... I mean, you you do still need a, a tripod or not? No, no. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, but roughly, roughly the same composition all the way through. Yeah. And it's like with any, yeah, basically with any image stack, it takes one base background and then just kind of builds other bits around. So, yeah. Yeah, no. So that's a good to try for. Uh, or when it comes to travel, go in a really, really bad off season. Yeah. Uh, a guy I know at the moment in India. <laughs> and uh, it's amazing. I was keep seeing these photos of him. He's like a Taj Mahal. And there's only him. You know, he's, at, he's in this amazing castle. There's only him. <laughs> it's like, there's nobody there. It's like completely empty. Why you know? is there no one there? Well, it's, it's the off season. Not many people can travel before October. Right. It's, 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 the, it's the rain. You get a lot of rain. Okay. And so it's not the time of year when a lot of people travel to India. But it's like, it's just like, whether it's just timing it really, really well, but it's like there's absolutely nobody there, you know? Yeah, right. You also took uh, some video of um, uh, an alleyway in Delhi. It was about two foot underwater and still, <laughs> and still pouring into the rain. So, yeah, nice. you pay your money, you take some chances. Of course. So, anyway, that, that's all I've got for this week. Cool. So there's a few little, few little incremental things. Nice. Yeah. But, well, uh, but quality stuff nonetheless, Bruce. Of course. Of our, our Shutter Zinc of course. podcast. Episode one of Shutter Zinc. <laughs> That's it. All right, mate. Well, you have a good couple of weeks. I shall. I shall. Hey, this is like the third last podcast. Yeah. Really. Hey, look at that. Yeah. It's exciting. That way. Yeah. Something to get excited about. <laughs> awesome. Any, any word on your, your device that you ordered last week? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Oh, so, yeah, a little. <laughs> I'll be annoyed if it doesn't get it. <laughs> Anyway. Alright, mate. mate. Well, you take care. Bye, everyone. See ya. You've been listening to Shutters Inc. For questions, comments, and feedback, email theboys at shuttersincpodcast.com.